So far this year, in Toronto, 88 people, pedestrians, have been hit by vehicles. That is up from 50 last year at the same time. So is there something afoot or is it the return to work that there are just more people out there? Jessica Speaker is with a group called Friends and Families for Safe Streets and joins us. Jessica, nice to have you this morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me on. Well, to what do you attribute this rise? And it's more than a rise. I mean, to go from 50 to 88, is it just that more people are out there or is there something fundamentally gone wrong? Um, it's hard to say exactly. There Sometimes there are sort of random seeming spikes to road violence, and it certainly seems to be true. There are more and more people driving as more and more pandemic measures are lifted. People are going back to the office. Um, but no matter what, the pain and the heartbreak that's unleashed in these crashes is totally preventable. Okay, then what measures would you recommend? And I'm sort of put to mind, I noticed they put these uh, bollards out on university, for example, so cars have to make wide turns. Makes it safer for the pedestrians, except within two weeks, I think all of them were wrecked. Yeah, exactly. Uh, those aren't the most effective measure. Uh, a concrete curb would be far more of a robust barrier that would provide more protection to pedestrians. But in Toronto, it seems like sometimes on major corridors, we use more half measures. Part of that's probably attributable to the quick build nature of university, uh, which is a good thing. It's a great thing to build that safe infrastructure quickly, but it would also be good to see it followed up with uh, more robust measures as replacements when those things are worn out. I know whenever I talk about pedestrian safety, I'm inundated with messages from people saying, well, it's the pedestrians who put themselves in the paths of these cars. It's the pedestrians who cross against the light. I mean, um, is there a shared responsibility here? So two things. First off, it is not generally the fault of the victim. We know from police statistics, the large majority of times, just by the statistics, it was driver error that was at play, not pedestrian error. That's number one. But by focusing on the user's actions of all individuals, we're kind of missing the point of vision zero. Vision zero is about building safe systems so that no matter what the users do, they will be safe by design because there's physical protection, there's speed calming measures so that when collisions happen, there's not fatalities or serious injuries. So if we're going to get into a vision zero mindset, which we need to do, we need to start focusing on system design instead of finger wagging at individual users. Are you able to sort of point us to some jurisdictions, cities, towns, whatever, where they have adopted measures that have actually worked? I mean, how radical a change do we need here? Uh, yeah, there's lots of cities in the States. Hoboken's had really excellent success. I think Portland and, of course, lots of cities in Europe. And the main factor driving their success is the way their streets are designed. So there's dedicated space for every kind of road user. There's barriers, there's separation, and there's speed calming. So the major thing that causes fatalities and crashes, it's a product of the speed. So if we can reduce vehicle speeds, then those collisions become survivable at a bare minimum. And that's that's how people have been successful around the world getting this accomplished. And that's what we're not doing very much of in Toronto. The three fatalities we've had so far were all on high-speed arterial roadways. Had there been speed calming in play or physical protection, those crashes either would have been prevented or they would have been survivable. That loss of life was preventable. Well, thanks for this. We'll bring it up in our weekly conversation with the mayor on Wednesday. Appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much.